what I realize more than anything else is how much we actually try to um, conform. It's, it's this mental construct of what should be that rose up because people were fearful of the unknown. And so they made roles here that said you must be this way in this particular time frame and this particular circumstance and situation so we can make sense of the world and we can organize the world. But really, that's for people who want control. The people who want liberation and freedom don't say that. They don't say that. What they want is an experience of life. They want to experience life on the edge at the highest level. They want a 10 out of 10 experience on everything. They want to experience the peak. You don't experience a peak by making rigid structures and mental constructs. You live at the peak by living life and being life. That's completely different than anything. Um, that's completely different than anything else that you can really, uh, that you can do. But I did that. I tried to be, I was a synthetic man. Meaning, I just did what I thought I was supposed to do. I did not recognize my power. I did not recognize what this world wanted me to do to it. What the universe wanted me to do to it and what the universe was to me. And I'm here to tell you one thing. The universe is a woman who wants you to ejaculate in her and make her into something. She's waiting. She's pliable. She's bendable, moldable. She's just waiting for you. She wants you to tell her what to be, what to do, where to go, how to change. But she only listens to what you are. The universe gives you what you are. Imagine yourself as a man, as an eternal sperm, an infinite sperm that is always being a different sperm. Imagine the universe as the egg of germination. You can imagine that. You got an idea about who you are. The egg doesn't choose anything. It just waits on you. And it keeps producing more and more. But she's so obedient that she'll even do the worst things to you. She'll reflect exact back to you exactly what you've given her to reflect. This is the nature of things. Let's put some additional knowledge on here, baby. The One of the most beautiful things, one of the most beautiful things is the subconscious mind and her beauty. The subconscious mind in the Songs of Solomon was singing songs to her husband, which is the conscious mind. And she and, and uh, Solomon was adoring the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is beautiful. She's elegant. She is so feminine, so pliant, so so submissive. So uh, obeys her husband in everything she does. And obviously, you're the husband. And what what the way that you treat her is the way that she's going to reflect back to you. What you adorn her with and tell her about herself is what she'll be. Whatever you believe deep down about her potential and her capability, she will exercise and, and bloom into. That's a beautiful thing to sow seeds of beauty into your wife, which is the subconscious mind. 
and this is the beautiful play of life. I've always loved love and I've always been attracted to marriage. But the holy marriage is the marriage of me and the subconscious mind. Because the reason why is because she's a perfect wife. You will never find a perfect wife in your physical environment. You will never find a perfect wife in another person. You will always find a perfect wife in the subconscious mind. She will give you the woman of your dreams. And in fact, I want the personification of subconscious mind as my wife. And that is every man's dream. And every woman's dream is to have the godly, um, conscious, full, full conscious man. The full consciousness of her man. His absolute form. She wants. And she would love to be the receptiveness of that. She would love to receive that. And this is the play of life. Um, I believe homosexuality is a reflection of the mindset of thinking that consciousness, the one who is conscious and chooses, can mingle with the one who is conscious and chooses and produce anything of beauty. Or that the subconscious mind alone, by itself, it will produce anything either. It's that idea that that is what we call love. But the truth is only the masculine and feminine principle can work together. And that is because that is the only thing that is true. And so from that fundamental position in life, whenever a consciousness tries to make the subconscious conscious like it, it negates its own wishes because it really wishes to manifest certain qualities and certain beauties of life. But it's explaining it to the subconscious mind as if the subconscious mind is incapable or stupid or needs to be more like it. But then it would never receive what it wants if the subconscious mind was like the conscious mind. So it's this fundamental mistake. And this fundamental mistake in judgment and this fundamental mistake in ideology is the thing that hurts us. We must understand marriage. We must understand the perfect masculine and the perfect feminine. And when we understand those, we can understand how a perfect masculine and a perfect feminine is the most beautiful combination that exists. In fact, not only is it the most beautiful combination that exists, but that's the only combination that exists. And that is this moment. And that is you, what you are now. The conscious, the perfect union of man and woman. You are. Not physically, because physically you're obviously flawed. In your limited form identity. But in your absolute identity, you're not. This is the most beautiful thing. This is the most beautiful thing. So our idea or our um, purpose and intent is to be the, be the husband and the wife. And realize that we are both inside at a conscious level. And allow the world around you to show you a reflection or an offspring 
of that perfect union called life. This is the son of God. This world, the form it takes. It's the union of man and woman, Mary, the, the Mary being impregnated by the Holy Spirit. Beautiful. Beautiful.